Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 13 of the Social Misfits Podcast. It's your boy Esco. Got my brother Mike Deasy with me. Uh-huh. And we got a special guest in the building. You know, young nigga in the game, big <laughs> out here doing his thing. Hey, if you look away, he might take your chick. You feel me? It's the boy Maverick. Hey. Ooh. I couldn't. I don't have. I don't have no uh, stream uh, deck, so I can uh, implement an explosion effect. But when I come in the room, it's <laughs> my doom. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, social misfitters? I am Maverick the Enigma. Y'all, if y'all here on YouTube, y'all can find me. I am a mad gamer, mad nerd, but more importantly, I'm a brother with a big ass head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, bro? <laughs> Shit, man, we out here chilling, dog. You know what I'm saying? Nigga fresh oh, off this Sunday. For sure. Sir. Um, before we get to anything, matter of fact, we're gonna say that, man. Y'all white motherfuckers been wilding in my <laughs> on my page, man. Y'all been inboxing me. Address the controversy, spill the tea, Esco. You know, a, a nigga went viral off posting the simple phrase. Let this Johnny Depp trial remind you to leave white girls alone. And man, <laughs> you know, I'm I broke that as a joke. I'm like, all right, this ain't going. This probably gonna get a few likes. People gonna laugh at it. Whatever. Man, I went to sleep one night. I woke up. That post blew up, bro. Man, they was mad as hell on there. Like, how could you say this about white women? You know, if this was a black woman, you wouldn't take it. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, for one, you don't know me. I joke on black people all the time. Thanks. You know, and it's just a joke in general. For you to get in your feelings, it's like, okay, if you want to get serious, now you see how we feel when y'all get on the internet talking that racist shit. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, uh, putting blackface on your fucking face and shit. Yeah, and then y'all nice. say we doing too much by reacting and feeling away about it, but I can't make a joke about a trial. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, it's still getting like reshares right now and all that. People not commenting as much as they were the last couple of days. But yeah, man, you know, I went through a a tough time on the internet, bro. So <laughs> man, you yeah, went man. you went viral, bro. That I was, was watching a whole movie watching that uh, you know, that travesty go down, man. It's like they were dragging you to hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all ever seen that movie yeah. Drag Me to Hell? That's what Esco was going through. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man, because it's just like it's, it's like, y'all want to get in y'all feelings about something that little. You feel me? Like, it's not like I said white people are trash. They need to leave the earth or some shit like that. No. It's just a joke. It's just a joke about a trial going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And they With just a white man. Like, right. But I'm like, keep the same energy. If I would have posted, everybody kept saying, like, what about Jada? What about, uh, what's the other, Black China? Like, that has nothing to do with what's going on over here. Exactly. They're not even talking about situations. That. Yeah, they're not even comparable situations in my eyes. So I'm just like, did y'all just search like recent black events and like, oh, well, Jada, she got Will Smith to go on stage and slap Chris Rock. Let's throw that on the post. That has nothing to do with it. You know, so yeah, man, them, them motherfuckers was mad, bro. Man. You know, and I'm probably at like 20 something thousand shares on that. And, you know, I got in the comments a little bit when I had some downtime, went back and forth with a couple people, but you know, they, they didn't really have a, a leg to stand on when it came to why they felt the way that they felt. Yeah. Anybody try to escalate it racially? Yeah. I got called a racist a few times in the comments. I'm like, I'm like, how, though? You know, how? And then somebody hit me with a your, your mom joke. Oh, wow. And I said, bro, it's, 20, it's 2022. We're still telling your mama jokes, my nigga. Corn your mama joke died in 2006 with the show. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It's a deep cut right there. <laughs> yeah. Like even little kids these days ain't even saying your mom jokes. Nah. No. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is dead. So I was just like, come on, man. Y'all corny as hell. But yeah, man. You know, I've been having a little fun with it. But you know, you get your people that want to make everything a serious situation, but it, it's, it don't even call for all that. Clearly a joke. Just I see I foresaw this, but you know, comedy will soon die because you got a bunch of soft ass people that don't know how to tell a joke from a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. there's been plenty of times where I've been called out on some stuff I said because, you know, I, I make a joke out of it because me, I love to make light out of bad situations. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know, because I could I couldn't even could not even be talking about that person. But, you know, what I'm saying a particular person that could, that I didn't know could be going through the same thing might get offended and, you know, turn into a keyboard warrior on me like they did on you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People are soft. That's just what it's all chalked up to be, you know, because in, in the eyes of a comedian, you're not going to be safe at right. all. Nobody's safe. We learned that from watching the situation you just mentioned. Jada wasn't safe in front of Chris Rock. Nobody was safe. Chris Rock was cracking on everybody. If you watch the full clip, he was cracking on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it was lighthearted. It was just jokes. It's just jokes. He's a comedian. He gets paid to do that. But now comedians can't be comedians because people uh, like those keyboard warriors, like Will Smith, will take something that's so light and make it heavy. Reasons Mm -hmm. why? could range from either personal feelings, emotional damage, clout, or all three in one. Right. You know, so I figured I figured out the situation, man. I said, damn, I got to give this nigga some credit, man, because OJ Simpson is the only nigga to remain undefeated with the white motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? Even if the glove fit, right? <laughs> he, he knocked a couple white motherfuckers off the map. Ooh. And he and he good. I cracked a joke and they tried to cancel your boy, man. That's crazy. Right. Damn, man. Shout out Johnny Depp, though. You feel me? Like they try to get me out the pain, bro. That shit crazy. I'm on vacation next to the palm trees, my nigga, on the beach, soaking up the sun. You know what I'm saying? Like them IG hoes and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just having a good time. And my phone going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Getting called a racist. Oh, it's not only white women. It's it's our women. Shut up, man. Y'all coon ass niggas in the comments, man. Man, y'all the type of niggas that tuck y'all ears and y'all do rag, man. (laughs) Y'all the type of niggas. Listen, y'all the type of niggas when y'all have y'all do rag on to be y'all ears be inside that motherfucker. (laughs) Like y'all niggas is lame, man. For real, y'all brush y'all hair backwards, nigga. Stop playing with me. Like y'all niggas is weird. Like, Yo. oh, it, it's the it's the black all oh, all oh, women, not just uh black all oh, white women. Then you just got a white woman t- taking care of you. That's probably it, you Oreo cookie ass nigga. Like, get up out of here, man. Mm. Y'all hey, niggas be uh, white, white on the inside. Muscle mass. <laughs> Fine. Y'all some Oreo cookie ass niggas, man. Y'all black on the outside, but y'all some white motherfuckers at heart. For mm. real, nigga. Uncle Tom ass <laughs> niggas, man. Quit playing with me. For real, like y'all niggas is weird. Y'all in the comments going hard. Y'all all lives matter ass niggas, man. Stop it. Cause when you get pulled over, you a black man, bro. When you deal with any source of authority, you are a black man. They not gonna care that you got white kids at home. They not gonna care that your girl is white, your best friend is white, none of that. They not gonna care. You a nigga. So stop getting on the internet trying to motherfucking baby these white motherfuckers when they don't give a fuck about you at the end of the day. They probably calling you a nigger behind your back, if you want to be honest. You know, so why is you out here sucking a white man dick on the internet? Like, I don't fuck with that. Like, y'all niggas is lame. Like, they was trying to really go hard at your boy in them comments, bro. I'm like, y'all niggas is lame, man. So I just told them, don't type no shit out on this post that you wouldn't say to a person's face. It's that simple. Right. That was my one rule in the comments. Don't get in here talking tough. Because y'all would not do that in person, you know. So not really hey, dish it out in person. Don't dish it out on the net. Yeah, that's a fact. That's and a fact, direct man. too. You know what I'm saying? No subverse shit. No subliminal cryptic shit that we gotta take time out and figure out. Nah, it's gotta be direct for me to respect you. In the words of your favorite rapper, Sean, if it ain't directed directly at me, I don't respect it. That's simple. <laughs> and stop, and stop talking shit on these cartoon profile pictures, man. <laughs> They don't, they don't, they don't. <laughs> hey, Sean, why you gotta come at dude? Sean y'all talk, niggas be talking shit. Y'all, y'all, y'all niggas, be, these niggas be talking shit with Scooby Doo in a in a motherfucking profile picture, bro. Like, <laughs> what is y'all niggas talking about? Hey, and y'all know Scooby Doo was not about that action, nigga. Y'all know he wasn't. When shit popped off, that nigga ran, nigga. Zoinks. <laughs> 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 y'all niggas is Scooby Snack ass niggas, man. For real, like y'all niggas is soft as hell in the comments, talking crazy though, like writing long ass four page letters like they a Leo out this motherfucker. Stop! Oh my me. god! <laughs> Not only you bring Goofy, up my man. favorite cartoon, you bring up my favorite female singer. That's For real, man. Y'all, I'm gonna start calling y'all niggas Courage the Cowardly Dog, nigga, because he was a scary ass nigga. 
I'm gonna start calling y'all that. Y'all be in the comments with motherfucking anime ass profile pictures, and it it'd it be like, nigga, we don't know who's talking this shit. Mm. Right. Niggas be having whole freaking transformer heads as pictures and shit, you know? Right. You got Piccolo as your profile picture, nigga. He wasn't even <laughs> right? a nice, he was not even the nicest nigga on the show. No, niggas will niggas will come at you with uh freaking uh a picture of freaking Luffy from One Piece or type shit. Yeah, that they like, you know what I'm saying? Like what, like, what is we doing, man? Y'all doing all One this? One guy was beefing with me on Facebook because I joined the basketball group, but he had an annoying orange as his profile picture, bro. No. <laughs> he had annoying orange on his profile oh, picture. Annoying orange been played out 10 years, bro. What a goodness, bro. That's a dangerous man. That, that That's not even a... That's not like when it was on Cartoon Network, it wasn't even that good. That's why it only lasted one scene. I'm like, man, why why are you still trying to hype on, on Orange? Are you not even good, man? I'll right. take Amazing Word of Gumball over that. You know right. what I'm saying? It, it's something to trying to be like tough on the internet, but you're anonymous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't have a real picture of yourself. You have all the confidence in the world. Like, stop like, that. Like, y'all, y'all niggas seen get out, man. Y'all know how that is, bro. <laughs> yes, you want to be on the internet. Defending these Beckys and these Sarahs, my nigga. Like, but go ahead, man. You know what I'm saying? But don't get offended at a joke. I mean, it was only like one person in there that was like, Y'all can't clearly see that this is a joke. Like, why are y'all all in y'all feelings? You know, mm-hmm. like motherfuckers is wild, man. Like somebody try to tell me, oh, you're racist. And if I said this, and I'm like, you don't know me. How can you tell me what I would do? You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you what you would do. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I can't tell you what you would do. You probably, right when you get off the status, you probably gonna go smoke some meth or some shit. That's what I can tell you. That's what you about to go do. It responded to you, I'm gonna just be a troll in the comments and put on that picture that says, moments before this post was made. Man, yeah, yeah. these white girls, these white girls think because they suck one black dick that they in the community now, man. Like, stop playing with me, man. Y'all lame as hell, man. Oh, how could you say this? Oh, no, no. She's not part of us. Now y'all got a culture now? What was uh? Oh, what were they man. trying to say? If I said this, like, what what were they trying to get at? Some racism. Oh, if, if they if this would have been something about a black a black woman or something like that, you wouldn't react the same. If they if she would have said what I said, but it was like with black people involved, I would get mad. I said no, I wouldn't. If it was funny, I would laugh at. It. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I literally crack jokes on black people all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like we do it the most on each other. For real. You know what I'm saying? I'm like y'all have no culture. My nigga, y'all try to steal everybody else's shit. So what are you talking about? Nobody ever woke up and said, damn, I need to go do what the white motherfuckers are doing. No, yeah. y'all get on TikTok. Y'all get on TikTok and y'all look at the dances we made and all this shit and try to be like us, nigga. What was the most viral video this weekend? The, the girl rapping whose lyrics? The white girl rapping whose lyrics? Right. Little baby. Right. So what are we talking about? I got some white friends that uh, be at the gym, man, and they be doing the gritty, doing damn well. Black men invented that. Yeah. And a black man made it popular. Shout out Justin Jefferson. You know, man, I just had to get that off my chest, man. Like, niggas be trying to have fun on the internet. Y'all always want to be on some sensitive shit, man. Like, take your ass home somewhere, man. They all need hugs, Sean. That's all they need. They need hugs. It's like, stop playing the race card, man. Like, we're just trying to have fun. Ridiculous. Shit, man. Other than that, I had a good vacation. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed myself in Miami. Ooh, uh, shit expensive shit expensive as hell out there though man i ain't gonna lie to y'all i'm shocked you didn't wear a lebron james jersey in your photos <laughs> no nah, man you know what i'm saying i was in op territory man i couldn't do that you feel me got to see some celebs though oh yeah man took a picture with uh trick daddy man hey you know <laughs> went to his uh restaurant so that was cool um, trying to think if any seen if we seen anybody else out there. I don't think we did. How's the food, um, man? Yeah. Food review. Food was good. Food was good. You know. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, we was like in the Ocean Drive area, had an Airbnb in that area, so kind of where all the pop and stuff was at. In Miami, y'all got to stop, man. Y'all got some real y'all make y'all making up taxes out there, man. You know what I mean? It's like air quality tax, Miami tax, sales tax. Or whatever, which is like we're taking our tip from you because you're probably not gonna tip us. So we're just gonna take it from you anyway. You know what I mean? That's unheard of up here in the soda, bro. That is unheard of. A Miami palm tree, palm tree tax. Like it's just shit on there. Like, (laughs) what are we doing? I won't be surprised. Did they they start taxing you for air yet? For oxygen? For breathing? Yep. Yep. 
I feel like I got taxed for everything out there. So I'm like, man, I can't wait to get back home based off the money that I'm spending on shit that should not be this price. Mm. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, you know, I'm kind of just being picky when it comes to that. But yeah, man, I had a good time out there, man, for sure. Hey, Sean, uh, Mike, this week, since you kind of started off hot with the uh, race thing, one of the things I did want to kind of bring to the table is like, um, you know, you said that, you know, you know, you got comments from black men who more than likely have white girlfriends, but um, like, you know, from a neutral connotation, why do you believe that black men date outside their race? Um, to me, I like to be fair most of the time with that. Like maybe he just clicked with this girl, you know, maybe it's not like a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't date a black woman type of vibe. Like I just met her and we was cool. If he met a black girl, the same type of vibe, he'll be with her as well. You know, I like to give niggas the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that. But then there's the guys out there that will tear down a certain race to build another one up, and that's the ones that got to get talked to. Because you shouldn't Patrick. do that. <laughs> yeah. Him, I didn't say that. That guy. That guy. <laughs> you know, just because you, let's say you click with an Asian girl, right? You should not be like, oh, all Spanish women are trash. You know, all black women are trash. You should not have to talk like that. You know what I mean? Like, just, hey, I like her, and this is who I'm going to be with. It should be that simple, you know. You shouldn't have to reach over here and, and and degrade all these women over here because you like a girl from a different race. Like that shit, corny as hell. Thanks. What about you, Mike? What's your stance on that? It's pretty much the same. I feel like you know. It, I feel like more times than not, it's just the connection, you know, between the two people. Like I'm not looking for a race. I just met a woman. We hit it off. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for me, like color is. I'm, on, I'm the only single guy on here, so I might as well speak from my perspective. Uh, color is usually not the first thing I look for. I truly believe in, you know, character and morals and values and all that. And, and if we, you know, get along well, if we mesh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't automatically think, you know, a white girl is prettier than a black girl because I believe all races, regardless of what nation, what country you come from, they all got <laughs> something beautiful about them. And then to balance that out, they got something ugly about them. It's just, you know, what are you willing to put up with? Because every woman you run across is different. Um, You know, I can't necessarily put a stamp and say all white women are this way, all black women are this way. No, because, you know, I come from a I'm ripped from a different cloth. You know what I'm saying? That's like saying me, even though I wear this chain, I must have stole it from somebody. You know what I'm saying? But I bought this. You know what I mean? I I can't say, you know, a woman is stereotypical or a thought or anything like that if she hasn't shown me evidence of that. I have no evidence of being a thief or a thug. You know what I'm saying? It's character over assumptions, over color, over everything. You know what I mean? I agree. You know what I mean? And I don't know, man. Women, I mean, men just have some, some men have some weird just ideals when it comes to women. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to be a certain way or, they can't deal with them like a lot of old school values, I should say, you know, um, how how men used to carry themselves with women, you know, and now women are starting to kind of get a little more power these days and and, and raise up in uh, economics, I guess you, you could say. And a lot of men don't like it, you know. Yeah, some are offended. And then, you know, some of them, you know, choose not to deal with the territory that comes with that because, you know, sometimes like I mean, this happens to everybody. You know, sometimes when you're making a shit ton of money, you know what I'm saying? If you're not humble about it, you know, you go on a nice little ego trip, you know what I'm saying? And that could be offsetting to some people, you know what I mean? Like, you know, let's, let, I'm going to use a celebrity for an example, right? Uh, I'm going to use Kanye West for an example. He started getting a little bit of money, you know what I'm saying? And he felt like, you know, because he, you know what I'm saying, he's a high on a pedestal and he got, you know, you know, a massive following that. It gives them right to just chill, uh, just wild out, like you know, with mm-hmm. the Taylor Swift thing, what he's doing right now with Pete Davidson, even though he kind of has a right to do that because Kim Kardashian has been giving him hell, but that's beside the point, you know, mm-hmm. the whole uh Trump thing and you know, him running for president, talking about he's running for a birthday party, but he hardly even garnered any votes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some people with money they go on ego trips, and you know, that's off settling the you know, average Joe's like me. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm humble. I like somebody else to be humble. Like, yeah, it's okay to be confident, but you know what I'm saying? Don't let that turn into arrogance where you think because you got money or because you're this or because you're that, that people are less than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and even with the, like the gender thing, you know, just speaking for myself, like I encourage my wife to do anything she wants to do, go for the next opportunity. You know what I mean? That next level of education or whatever, like some, I feel like some dudes kind of see women beneath them. You know what I mean? And I, I, that's just the ugly way of thinking, man. That's the old school, you know, I got to be up here and she got to be down there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not with it. But what would you have to say, Mike, to somebody who would, uh, I'm going to draw in one of these RP guys, you know what I'm saying? Right. But if one of these RP guys, you know what I'm saying, came through and told you, well, women have to feel like that you are superior to them in some way for them to like you because they are, quote unquote, hypergamous. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't know how to really approach that because I've heard, you know, something like that could be the vibe that even if it's not on the surface, you know, like, oh, he's showing he's this type of way. I feel safe around him. You know, there's that whole yeah. uh, dynamic. But I don't think it has to be so like overt, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You shut up and listen to me type of energy like that's. Uh, yeah. I don't believe in that as, as well, because, you know, I think things just happen organically. Like if the respect is there, it just happens uh, by her own free will. You feel me? Yeah, like, I mean, you can demand the respect as a man all you want, but that doesn't mean she's that she, you're entitled to it. You know what I'm saying? She willingly gives it even though she doesn't have to. You know what right. I mean? And that's why I think, you know, people are so lost in the dating world that people have to realize that you don't owe them anything that you don't feel like you have to give them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Let's not duck no smoke, man. How you feel about these these red pill community guys? Let's let, let me get your your insight on that, man. Go ahead. Well, I'll, I'm going to get into the 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 the, the uh, content of what I think is positive and what I think is negative. And then the, 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 the community is going to be the reason why I left, you know? What okay. I'm so, okay. Go ahead. Content. Um, the, the biggest positive I can draw from it is that, you know, how, you know, when you look on television, you don't really have a lot of uh, content that's geared toward helping the heterosexual male in America. Mm-hmm. You know, you go on your daytime talk shows. Most of them are the view um most of them are shit like the real daytime oprah very women involved and oriented meanwhile us men we have nothing left during the daytime to you know gear our ears towards other than this the shit we find on the internet like i don't even think the steve harvey show is even on uh regular television anymore is it or maybe it is and maybe it's a channel that you got to pay extra for uh for cable for you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying that's the closest thing i can get to having a male oriented show but even then he has crapples women on there so I, mm-hmm. I do give those guys credit that it does give males a space to where they feel like their issues are being sounded to and related to because every man should have a sense of brotherhood when he's surrounded and being uh heard and hearing other men you know what i'm saying every man should have that Mm-hmm. But um, that's one positive. Uh, the other positive is it did save me a lot from future heartbreak because I'm not going to lie. The reason why I stumbled across these guys is because I was just looking for answers on why I absolutely sucked with women. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I mean, Sean, you see me. I mean, I don't have that much game, but, you know, I pull them here and there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't have that, I don't have that much game. I don't have that much swag. I'm not you, Sean. You know what I'm saying? I'm not you. I'm not Mike. I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? I just agree. So I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying? How to be more confident, be more assertive, be more attractive, not come off like a simp, not come off like such a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? I was wondering that, you know what I'm saying? I wanted, you know, a cheat code for how to attract better women. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And this is where it gets a little toxic, but I'm going to dive into that in a second. Um, trying to think one more positive. If there was also one more positive, you know, not only did it make a space for male uh, content to watch, but, you know, it kind of opened up, you know, like on the Internet, when when males like you operate in the same wavelength as you that consume this content like me, 
to where I can only assume a little of a little bit of it. It gave me that sense of friendship amongst these men because I still talk to some of these guys to this day, you know, and it could just be about regular shit. Like we don't even got to talk about red pill shit because, you know, we already know what's being presented in front of us. We just moving on. You know what I'm saying? I only talk to the guys like me who are just moving on. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Now it's time to get into the list of my negatives. Okay. Sean, you're going to like it. Uh, Mike, (laughs) I think you're going to like it too, but there's there's a shit ton of negatives, man. And let me tell you, these are ugly. Viewer discretion is advised. (laughs) Yeah, it can get a little crazy. Um, Negative one. A lot of these guys come off like they purely hate women. Uh-huh. A lot of these guys come off like they purely hate women, you know, uh, because it's, it seems like, you know, with the messages that they do deliver, it, they come off like they haven't, you know, recovered from a past crush or recovered from an old flame that, you know, took their mm-hmm. heart out and stepped on it. And they want to project all of that into, you know, what, um, uh, to their fellow uh, brethren that, you know, listen to them and they want them to carry the same modem of revenge out there to, you know, whatever woman they come across, which is, leads me to reason number two, it it subvertly causes men to be more promiscuous and less willing to settle down. That's re- that's negative number two, because I believe male promiscuity is, you know, responsible for a lot of things wrong, especially within the black community with, you know, single parent homes and, you know, uh, you know, when and even in those single parent homes, you know, the dad is out there impregnating, you know, X, Y, Z different women from up and down the block. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you know, me trying to live a non-stereotypical lifestyle. I don't want a life like that. Furthermore, yeah. me being a Christian male, I see sex as an acronym called uh, spiritual energy exchange. So whatever mm-hmm. you're giving to her, she's going to absorb it. Same thing, vice versa. So. It taught men, it teaches men how to not value, you know what I'm saying, sex so high, but at the same time, it teaches you how to get it, which is a little counterproductive, you know what I'm saying? So uh, third negative is that it causes a toxicity amongst men too, because for guys like me who choose to get married, because a lot of these red pill guys hate marriage. They they hate Mm -hmm. the idea because of what what they see from guys like Kanye West and all these other celebrities like Dr. Dre and all of that, when they're, they divorce their wives and the wives take half their money, they take everything. And then there's a whole bunch of Reddit guys that be telling their similar stories. But my Mm -hmm. thing is it's all about who you're marrying and why you married that person. I think that's more of a them problem more than it is an us problem, because I believe certain people aren't meant for marriage. And they just so happen to choose the wrong pe- people to marry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you get it, you get it. And then, yeah. uh, you know, they look. They also reason number four. They they this kind of ties into reason number two, but it, it ties to me on why I left. They made they the the content that they were making made me feel insecure because part of me felt inferior because I wasn't you know, super, super ripped, or I wasn't, you know, making 50 to something K thousand a year. I wasn't banging multiple chicks. I wasn't traveling. I wasn't doing X, Y, Z. But the biggest thing that they made me insecure about is me still being a virgin at 23 years old. You know, they say, if you're, you're not a man, if you're not, if you're a virgin and, you know, that's something I completely disagree with. Some of them do say that. But yeah, um, and then you know the biggest reason why I left, why I left and stopped listening to that content, like I mentally graduated. You know, like okay, thank you for teaching me how to not be a simp, how to not be a nice guy, how to you know com- uh, subvertly command my respect, how to pay attention to body language, all of that. My game has excelled to a whole nother level. Thank you. But as far as doing the things that contribute to all the problems in the society that you are projecting on us, I'm cool on that, man. I'm cool on all of that. Furthermore, I'm not with the name calling. I'm not with the female bashing every post you make. I'm not with the, oh, she's for the streets, she's for the streets. I'm going to let them be for the streets. Let me be me. Let me be me. I'm going to self-improve. I'm going to graduate college. I'm going to do all of these things while I'm single. If there's anything I'm grateful before I came into the red pill for is the fact that I was single going into this because there was no way I was bringing this hostility into a relationship. No way. So yeah, yeah. without me doing my own personal filters, 
that's that's probably the biggest reason why I left. It's 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 a lot of it is contradictory towards my personal goals. But you know, I agree with them about man needing to self-improve. I agree with a man needing to get on his purpose, get on his grind, being in the best shape of his life in every aspect of his life, be it spiritual, physical, mental, all of that. But you know, I don't believe in those being the sole uh proprietary reasons of you attracting women you should attract women because you are living the best life for you and she wants to add on to that same happiness she sees you in you know what i'm saying you gotta be the source of all your happiness you feel me it's yeah. real yeah that's that's pretty much my issue with the rp guys in a nutshell i just got i just got uh too tired of participating in the negativity and you, you guys know me very well i'm a positive thinking person so yeah at the end of the day man People got to understand what works for you don't work for everybody else. You know, you can't try to push what you did and how you got somewhere on somebody else. It just if that was the case, everybody would be successful. You know, what I mean, if it was what I did works. So you need to just copy me. Like, no, it don't go that way. So and besides, it works until it doesn't. Then what if it doesn't? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can't just push your beliefs on somebody else. Yeah. So shout out to you, bro, for like knowing who you are. You know what I mean? And taking the game that you needed. From this community but not letting it mold you entirely mm-hmm. a lot of people fall into traps like that you know they get lost in communities online yeah and then they before they know it they're donating to these guys on patreon even more game when they could have started investing that into themselves all right so uh i have to ask you guys uh why do you think there's that stigma of uh for it to be uncool or frowned upon for a man to be a virgin why do you think that stigma exists? In your own words. Mm. Go ahead, Mike. I'll say, I think it's just that men are so, I mean, a lot of dudes are so competitive. You know what I mean? I think they that's one way they quantify, oh, I'm a man. You know, however many notches on the bedpost, that's how much of a man I am compared to you. You know what I mean? So I I feel like it's that's just bravado, men to men bravado. It has nothing to do with women at all, in my opinion. Yeah, um... <laughs> You know, dudes, like I said, they look at it as, like, trophies. Like, oh, I had sex with this many women. So when they hear that a guy don't have as much as them or they haven't even done it yet, it's like, oh, you're lame. You know, like, when did when did getting women become a a, a benchmark in life? You feel me? Like, you got to have 100 bodies by the time you're 30 or you're a lame. Like, no, man, everybody move at their own pace, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I never – care much i might crack a joke or two on you you know what i'm saying but it's coming from a good place you know what i mean but you know <laughs> like, a lot of dudes a lot of dudes just feel like they have to sleep with so many women to feel like they're they're able to sit at sit at the table you know what yeah. i'm saying so that's about it to me in my eyes so it's all about external validation from their male peers is that what i'm getting from y'all yeah for yeah. sure See, that's what happens when you're insecure. You know, you feel like you need to do certain things to appease your peers when really you don't have to. Uh, It took until I got into my 20s to realize that, like, when I was in high school, I used to lie about that. No, no cap. Like, I used to lie about, you know, chase ass, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when I was in high school, man, you know, all the dudes, all the dudes at the table, because I was friends with all, every member of the basketball team, C-Squad, the varsity. It didn't matter. And that's all they were talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were telling, they were asking me, hey, hey, T- uh, hey TJ, did you, you ever got some A before? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Not in, not from this school, at least. You know what I'm saying? That's how I would lie. <laughs> you know what mm. I'm saying? But, you know, now, you know, I can come out and say, you know, I'm happy to just be, you know, put on this path. You know, God has something else planned for me than me getting into some chicks because, you know, even a few minutes of pleasure can cause, you know, a lifetime worth of pain. I mean, hell. We still got STDs to worry about, you know, and we think that this shit is funny to be bragging about. I mean, to some degree it is, but, you know, it's serious business at the end of the day because, you know, people get attached after, you know, such a powerful connection. When you underestimate such a thing, it can lead to very dire, dire consequences, you know. And um, to kind of add my own two cents, I agree with with why these guys do it, you know, on a male part, but on a female end, it kind of comes off, you kind of come off as more appealing knowing that you're sexually experienced to, you know, mm. enjoy your females because it's the theory of pre-selection, you know. You know how we get down. They say hoes want what other hoes want. Yeah. I'm just paraphrasing here, you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, you run into, you run 
there's some girls that you know don't mind you being a virgin just as long as you're honest about it because you know i've met plenty of girls that take pride in taking another man's virginity you know what i'm saying <laughs> on some old dom type shit you know i'm gonna tell you this man a lot of niggas not hitting premium cheeks out here man a lot of these niggas is hitting dollar store quality shit you feel me <laughs> <laughs> So they, they feel like, right? yeah, yeah, and they feel like they doing something. Like, man, come right. on, all your, all your chicks is butterheads, my nigga. Stop it. <laughs> like it's a one from day one. <laughs> yeah, you know, so they they'll sit there and amp themselves, but they not they not messing with premium stuff. They out here with, you know, the 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 low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? So they can feel like from the block that even that ain't even Jenny from the block. If you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and then they feel like that's that's doing something, so they can go back to their guys. Oh, I hit this, I hit that. Like, well, nobody cares, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, to anybody out there, man, never feel pressured that you got to sleep with a bunch of women to feel welcome around your peer group. Like, fuck all that. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. I rather I rather my niggas be with one or two really good females in their lifetime than thirty motherfucking females that's wrong for them. You know right. what I'm saying? So. Me too. That's how that's how I look at it. Mm. And, and don't don't ever feel pressure to live up to expectations that somebody else created for you. Like <clears throat> that shit ain't real, man. That's that's some cap ass shit. So I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, if if Mike doesn't have anything, I would like to move on to the uh, next uh, question I I wanted to ask y'all. Um, why do you guys uh, why do you guys think um? A man's mental health is not only underspoken, but undermined and undervalued and not paid much attention to in today's time. Um, well, honestly, I feel like when it comes to men with a lot of trauma issues, we're supposed to, well, in the public eye, like when you see it on TV and movies, we're supposed to just fight through it and be okay, you know, never actually get help or go to therapy or be emotional to people that you love, you know, like be open to them, vulnerable, I should say. You know, like it's always we got to figure it out ourselves and hold it in. And one day maybe it'll just go away when no, if you got trauma, you got to deal with that. If that's talking to the person that put you in that situation of feeling the way or going to therapy, you know, you just got to find a way. Some people got diaries and stuff that they write their feelings out and get it out that way. Like it's different things to do other than I need to drink or I need to smoke or I'm just going to hold it in and it, and it tears you apart you know, as years go by type shit. So I don't know. I just feel like it's always promoted that vulnerable men are soft and, you know, that's not it. You know, definitely you got to find healthy ways to get that off your chest and not feel like I got to hold it in and I'll be okay one day. Like it don't work that way. Word. I feel that yeah. you said find positive vices, you know, instead of, yeah. you know, drinking and smoking and all of that, you know, and yeah, that don't do shit for you. Yes. You gotta you gotta find a way to mend that on on your own, you know, because you know when you're a man, you're born alone, die alone. I feel that. Anything to add, Mike? What about you, Mike? What do you think? Uh, I mean, that was a great answer, but I would say just to put my own little two cents on it, like unfortunately, people kind of quantify ma- masculinity or manliness and your ability to solve problems. You know what I mean? And I don't need nobody's help. I could work through my own stuff. You know what I mean? It it seemed like. You're admitting defeat to have to go to somebody, let's say in a therapy type of setting, you know, and say, look, something bad happened. I have this issue that I need help with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So but I, I would like to say that that's changing. I feel like society is kind of opening more up to the idea telling, you know, even post like uh, men need to tell their homies that they love them more. You know what I mean? Like even just kind of saying we that. already do that on a daily basis, though, kind of. Some of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's it's not like weird anymore for a dude to be like hey bro i love you man you good like we take care of each other man so mm-hmm. i think man, it's I tell my homies i love them all the time it ain't no thing hey uh-huh. it's real that's how it should be you know? dude, i always tell marcus that every time we park <laughs> yeah hey. that's how it should be man you know like um i gotta ask you this like what if uh what about the stigma of uh you know and i've i've seen this happen you know what I'm saying? With me being an RP community and whatnot, I read a Reddit threads and all and seeing watching videos. Um, well, what if what about like being vulnerable to you know the opposite sex in the setting of a relationship? Like, is there a certain way you have to do it? 
to where she doesn't use it against you? Or do you feel like, you know, if you open up all the way too much, maybe she will resent you? Or is there that or that does that fear of her resenting you because you're vulnerable even exist? I would like to say. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I would like to say that would really depend on the person you choose to take as a partner. You know what I mean? Because like I would like to say anybody that you're dealing with, especially on that intimate of a level, should hopefully have the, the type of like um attitude and temperament to not do something like that because that's a huge betrayal that's one of the worst things you could do to somebody you know yeah that's the ultimate form of disrespect too yeah oh man like yeah that will cut deep so i would like to say yeah that you would you shouldn't be hopefully wouldn't be dealing with somebody that would do that to you you know yeah um i don't know i feel like you find out where your your partner's line is at whenever y'all have that clash you feel me Mm. i feel like you can sit on the phone with them, talk about everything. You know, I've been through this, been through that. Both in, both sides, you know, do it to each other. Y'all hear what each other went through in the past, where you're trying to be in the future, blah, 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 blah. But you never really find out who's done the work or who's trying to do the work until y'all clash. That's when you really find mm. out where the shit is real. That's where you find out where That's the work the has been done. When you, when you get into arguments and shit, that's when you find out because... Yeah, it could either go really left or it could be, okay, we need to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? That's real. But a lot of the times it's tearing each other down off what you know about their past and it's not healthy. You know what yeah, I mean? That's so, like that's hidden below the belt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. partnerships and relationships in general should not be about, you know, keep one another keeping score against each other. Like it yeah, should yeah. be what can either you do to you know make sure the relationship stays afloat like you know look in the mirror you know what i'm saying a lot of people like my generation has it bad but a lot of people lack self uh, accountability these days you know like they are so wrapped up into you know it's all about me 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 but when they don't understand when you get into a relationship it's no longer just about you it's about what you're doing to benefit the other person as well you know what i'm saying that's when you turn from an i into a team what are you doing to contribute to the team effort by the team's goals? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Are each everybody's needs being met? Are certain goals being reached? You know what I'm saying? That's that's what relationships are based on and based for. Conflicts yeah. can happen, but how are you going to solve them? Does that lead to the dissolvement of the team or does that lead, lead us to, you know, strengthening the team? You know what I mean? And I feel like that's with relationships on every level, whether it's friendship, family relationships, your partner. I feel like everything gets tested when y'all clash. You know what I'm saying? Like when you don't agree on a topic, that's where you kind of find out where everything is. Because, hey, if it ain't that real, it's going to be a, oh, you're always doing this or you're always that or all the negative shit start coming out. You know, when we could have been talked about that shit when things was good. You know what I mean? So. A lot of people say the bad shit they want to say to you when y'all finally bump heads. It's like, I've been waiting to say this. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Man, yeah, when it shouldn't be like that. You know what it I mean? shouldn't. That's keeping score. And that's like, that's one of the, uh, that's one of the nine relationship knives you can bring to a table. Uh, if I could find that post on Instagram, I'll send it to one of y'all so you can read it. But uh, I can't remember the other eight on the top of my head, but that's one of them. Keep, it's called keeping score. When you keep, you know, remember <laughs> bad stuff that that partner did but you never really said nothing until you know what i'm saying an argument persisted and you reminded them about that and it just makes the situation a million times worse so right man so i just feel you know social media a lot of the messages like oh if you get into it with somebody f them you don't need them around like i don't feel like that's the case you know what i mean i feel like we just got to find healthier ways to talk to each other man versus oh, like feeling like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just has to be more constructive ways how we deal with one another versus always having to be the worst case scenario, you know. So yeah. I feel like that's just a big step a lot of people have to make, you know what I mean? And shit, even me, you know, I feel like sometimes I could be a little aggressive when I'm trying to get my point across, when I could calm down and be better with delivering my message. You know, I just feel like that's a group effort for everybody to work on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how I feel. I have one suggestion. Uh, Mike, you want to say anything regarding this? Oh, no. 
what curious what well, you I have one suggestion that both of you guys can try if you haven't tried yet, you know. Like whenever your lady is feeling down about something, you know, just be just be her sounding board and let her get everything off her chest. And if she's finished, you know, with saying what she has to say, just ask her, I know you feel bad and I know this must be hard for you. But what can I do to help relieve? What can I do to help make it easy? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, women look at us, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, be able to, you know, withhold whatever strong emotions that they might be, you know, feeling at the moment. And they, you know, expect us, you know, to help them, you know, get back up on their feet, you know, and figurative terms be their rock. You know what I'm saying? In the words of the late great Tupac, you know, we got to heal our women, be real to our women. You know what I'm saying? So I suggest anybody who's a male, heterosexual, that is, because, you know, I don't identify with the other stuff. I'm a heterosexual male that is in a relationship. Well, all right now. You got to go. I suggest you try being your partner's emotional support. Right? You know what I'm saying? Ask her, you know what I'm saying? If you're feeling this bad, you know, let her get what she has to say off her chest. Listen to her. You know what I'm saying? Don't interrupt. Just let her say whatever she has to say. Wait until she's absolutely finished and tell her, you know, to ask her, look, what can I do to help? I know this must be hard for you. X, Y, Z, try to be empathetic. Put yourself in her shoes for a second. Feel what she feels. And then ask, you know what I'm saying? What can I do to help solve it? You know and what I mean? Goes, and that goes for everybody, man. Whether you straight or you, you know, you gay, bisexual, whatever. Dealing with your partners, be considerate and work it out, man. And be empathetic. You know what I'm saying? Because we get too wrapped up in ourselves. We don't put ourselves in our own partner's shoes anymore. You know what I mean? That's real. Toxic positivity t- teaching about yourself. Yeah, your relationship with yourself matters, but when you get in a relationship with somebody else, you know that other person is part of you now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We we promote nothing but peace and love here on the uh, Social Misfits podcast. So don't let the word is- misfits mislead y'all, peoples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hit it. But uh, um, shit. Y'all ready to get into some fun stuff? Yeah, let's let's get the uh. The fun game out the way real quick. Let's end on a positive note. Let's go ahead and do that. I'm about to share my screen. I found something different than one I got to go. What we going to have right now is a bracket fight. All right, let's get it. Basically, you got to pick which option is the better show. I decided to pick something that we all are familiar with because we picked uh, we all grew up with cables. Oh, there's no screen sharing on my end. Doggone it. That's all right. See All if right. we can do some Matt dang. Oh man. I guess we can't. All right. We're gonna have a we gonna have a one gotta go session. All right, y'all ready? All right, go ahead. One gotta go. Disney Pixar movies. Get it. One gotta go. Monsters Inc. Finding Nemo. Toy Story. The Incredibles. One gotta go out of those. And my selection that's uh I'm should go I say it right now or wait? I'm gonna go Incredibles, man. Oh no. My, mine is finding Nemo. Whoa! I'm have to say Incredibles. I love the Incredibles. I love Toy Story, Monsters Inc. I yeah, love that. I couldn't get rid of those two, so it came down to Incredibles or Finding Nemo, and I, I fucked with Finding Nemo a little harder than Incredibles. So I gotta say Incredibles gotta go. Dang. What about Man, you, man? Hey, this this is one of the tougher ones, man, because I grew up watching all four of these movies. Like, first of all, Toy Story is not going anywhere. Nah, that's not going anywhere because that's my favorite Disney Pixar movie of all time. OK, mm-hmm. um, Monsters, Inc. for sure not going nowhere. Yep. <laughs> it's between Incredibles and Finding Nemo for me. And I had funner time watching and of finding Nemo versus Incredibles, even though I do love superheroes, but finding Nemo put me in my feels, man. I'm gonna have to say Incredibles gotta go. Right. Plus, the sequel wasn't all that good anyway. <laughs> the sequel wasn't it. that good. I liked it. I, I I just really appreciated that they kept it going after so many years, you know. But yeah, that's yeah. neither here nor there. True. All right. What's the next oh, one? Oh, here's a good one. One gotta go. Childhood action cartoons. One got to go. Kim Possible. Mm. Danny Phantom. Mm. Avatar The Last Airbender. Teen Titans. 
Danny, can you please exit the building? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh! I'm gonna have to show Danny the exit. <laughs> he, he a phantom for real now. Yeah, for sure. Wow, <laughs> we smoking on that. We smoking on that Danny pack. Smoking on that Danny pack. Oh, what about you, Mav? Clearly not Danny Phantom. Man, look, man. Hey, look. I mean, this is Kim hard. Possible. At already, Kim Possible was hard. Yeah, Kim Possible is not going anywhere. First of all, like that is the GOAT Disney Channel cartoon show. That's a cartoon. Okay, okay. that's not going nowhere. Teen Titans definitely not going nowhere. Nah, Mount Rushmore. Nah, Especially because of tr- how good Trouble in Tokyo was. So that's staying. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends going to hate me for this, but Avatar got to go. I'm sorry. Damn. You don't Avatar. Avatar. I just never Damn. really got into it like how I got into Danny Fano. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I'm not the biggest Personal preference. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Plus, the live action movie based on that show sucked. Oh no, you can't. They never make the connection between live action and animation. Nah, like the Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, uh please don't talk about that movie. Please uh, don't talk about that movie. I gotta beat that out. Me even saying those words. <laughs> don't mention Dragon Ball Evolution and uh, Avatar the anime in the same sentence. Don't do that. No, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. One gotta go. <laughs> one gotta go. Let's see what you got. Wizards of Waverly Place. The Sweet Life on Deck, Zoe One Hundred and One, Victorious. You see, first and last, I didn't really watch those two shows. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's tough. Um, damn, I don't think I'm qualified to answer this one. Yeah, I, I think this might have been a little past your prime, Sean. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think our, is, our generational slice—we just missed this era. I think yeah. barely missed it. Like this era was still good, but it wasn't. It, it'll never. Let's just be honest. It'll never be as good as the late nineties, early two thousands. It'll never when be we was, when we was when we was the young niggas. Yeah, right. bro. When that's the Raven first drop. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh man, you can gaze into the future. <laughs> think life would be a breeze. Oh, <laughs> that theme song still go crazy. <laughs> Go Raven. <laughs> right. <laughs> back when, right. when Topanga was holding the streets down, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You would have never that posted was... that post back in that, those days, bro. Oh, hell no. <laughs> but if it was up to me, man, <laughs> Zoe 101 got to go. <laughs> yeah. Wizards is staying. Sweet Life is staying. And Victorious, uh, that holds a special place in my heart, so that shit's staying. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody was pretty good. I, I remember watching that. I give them their credit. Them, hopefully, them niggas doing well. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I know one of them uh, Cole twins was eating real, real good on this show called Riverdale. I think. Oh yeah, because I know that uh, a lot of them Disney motherfuckers go to go the wrong way when their career is done with on that network. Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, did y'all see? Not to get off the game, uh, Amanda Bynes. Man, oh, she's Nickelodeon though. Yeah, something always up with her though. You know oh yeah, I'm just thinking he yeah, had child stars, man. Yeah, she's off that crystal, bro. Yeah, she was going, she was going left like in the early 2010s. Mm. She was like talking wild to Waka Flocka on Twitter or something like that. Like, oh she, yeah, she was tripping. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, here's a fun one. Y'all like candy? Yeah. All right. All right. Don't make me turn into a cameo. Just like candy. <laughs> Anywho, let me stop. Candy, one gotta go. M and M's, Kit Kats. Snickers, Reese's. Reese's ain't going nowhere. No way. Man, right they're um, not going nowhere. Um, I, I you said Kit Kat. I fucks with the Kit Kat. Yes. Yeah, M and M's got to go to me, man. I don't eat. M&Ms. Thank you. I was gonna Ooh, say M and M's got to go. M and M's got. That's bottom tier candy, bro. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you said it's bottom tier candy. That's F tier, bro. How you gonna yeah. do M and M's like that? That's 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 <laughs> though. That's to, like, all the, to all the drinkers out there, M and M's is like E and J. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like, or like, or like vodka. Like that's just the shit. Like at the bottom, bottom. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, that shit. Like true. I need, I need some candy. All right, these M and M's, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, like if they're the last thing on the counter and you're starving, you'll get those. Like, <sighs> but yeah, uh, it's between like Reese's, 100 percent not going nowhere. Okay. 
Kit Kat is 100% staying because that's my favorite candy bar because you can eat that at any temperature and it'll still taste good. Mm-hmm. It's between M&M's and Snickers for me. Oh, Snickers is that caramel, bro? Gotta go with the Snickers, man. And y'all nasty what y'all doing with that Snickers on the internet. Talking about mm-hmm. the vein and all that's nasty. Oh. Y'all you know what? I'm going to say M&M's got to go because there's one candy that's similar to M&M's that is way better, and that's Skittles. Oh, yeah. Well, Skittles is top tier. Yeah. I, you're not a kid. You didn't have a good childhood if you didn't have no Skittles. Yeah. Nigga, oh, Skittles yeah. used to get Skittles for getting the answers right in class, nigga. Exactly. Skittles is, <laughs> Skittles is top tier. You had a teacher like that, that too, huh, right? Sean? Nigga. <laughs> you know what? I remember okay. that shit, nigga. I spelled Wednesday first in my classroom. Nigga got like six of them bitches, man. Quit playing with me, bro. <laughs> right. Fuck niggas oh. talking about. Skittles oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. One gotta go. <laughs> one gotta go. Cereals, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks. Y'all not gonna like this, I bet, but Frosted Flakes, no contest. Frosted <laughs> Flakes? I hated them, bro. I hated Frosted Flakes. They were not more y'all than niggas, good. Y'all niggas is out here eating Lucky Charms? When I was a kid, them shit, oh they win, bro. You didn't like Lucky Charms? Man, you had like. Five seconds to eat Lucky Charms. <laughs> that shit was trash, man. That's true. That's true. You feel man. me? So nah, I can't fuck with that. All right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be a hundred. I'm gonna keep it on two hundred with y'all. All right, Fruit Loops is definitely not going nowhere. Staple. <laughs> Fruit Loops definitely not going nowhere. Apple Jacks is staying because of the commercials alone. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you rushing to eat Apple Jacks or Fruit Loops, you might. Tear the roof of your mouth up though. Like if you in a rush, <laughs> yeah, shit. like you gotta you gotta chew that slow. Like that is too crunchy. Yeah. You can't be trying to rush out the, you know, when you had to when you was almost late for school, you try to hurry up and pour you a bowl, you tear the roof of your mouth up eating them shits fast. You gotta have dental to do that. <laughs> Frosted flakes, I like their commercials, they're very powerful, but I do not like their cereal. Thank you. But <gasps> Lucky Charms is even worse. No. Lucky Charms got to go. They're magically delicious, bro. Nah, uh, the marsh- marshmallows that they had, when I used to eat them, they tasted like styrofoam to me. I ain't eating no cereal with a little white man on the box. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop playing. I don't want to piss no more white people off. Uh, you, you've done enough of that, Deshaun. I'm joking. I'm joking, done man. enough of that. I, 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 fucks, I fucks with the, uh, the little leprechaun niggas. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, here's a good candy one. One gotta go. Gummy bears, Jolly Ranchers, Skittles, Starburst. Say gummy gummy bears, Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers can go. That's for the women anyway. What was the last one again? Mm. Skittles, Starburst. Starburst ain't going nowhere. Skittles yes, sir. Skittles, uh, Jolly you Ranchers. You want to suck on a candy for damn near thirty minutes, maybe? <laughs> or... <laughs> Yeah, that I ain't had a Jolly Rancher probably since I've been an adult for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not a candy I will buy. I don't know man. though, bro. That's kind of like the M and M's though. You know, if they're one in the bottle, <laughs> that Jolly Rancher be marinating in your mouth way too long. <laughs> Yo, sometimes you can cut your mouth on one too if it's the wrong one. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they gotta go, bro. That's for right, the people drinking lean, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give us all right, give us one more before we get up out of here. All right. I'm gonna get we all love rap music up in here, right? All so, right, let's get it. All right. One of these legendary albums has to go. Let's get it. Enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers. Mm-hmm. Nas Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Ready to die by Biggie. Okay. Reasonable doubt, Jay-Z. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Oh man. Easy, easy answer for me. Cause I'm not a fan of them dudes like that. So Wu Tang, I'll throw that out fast. I, c- I can listen to Illmatic front to back right now. I can listen to Biggie front to back right now, and I still play Reasonable Doubt from time to time, front to back. I'm never going to Wu Tang. Okay, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess. And I love New York rap, but I'm not going to that. If I had to pick one, man, uh, I may not. I may think Ready to Die is a tad overrated, but I'll still bang that. But, you know, I'm going to have to agree with Sean. Like, out of all those four, uh, Enter the Wu-Tang is the one I listen to the least. So I guess I'll say Enter the Wu-Tang. Yeah. 
And that's the same for me. I, I hate I doing that because I love Ghostface and Method Man so much. But <laughs> well, you get a little Method Man on Ready to Die, so you know you still showing him some respect. But yeah, right. same for me. Oh, there's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's another rap album run, but it's another throwback. One gotta go. All eyes on me by Tupac. The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg or Death Certificate by Ice Cube. Uh, I gotta say that's the, the first one I said was All Eyes on Me by Two. Okay, 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 okay. Got you, got you. Uh, I'm going with Cube. Yeah, and it, and it's not because it's a bad album, but it's it's like I put that in the same vein as like I put the To Pimp a Butterfly album, right? Ooh. It's like good. It's good rap, but it's something that you don't want to just keep playing over and over and over. You feel me? Yeah. True. So that's that's what I have to say about that one. Hmm. Well, uh, for me, I mean, it's between the uh, the chronic and death certificate for me, and I'm just gonna pick death certificate because the chronic is too legendary of an album. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, there was some good uh, there was some good uh questions right there. You yeah, know? yeah. But that was dope. Before we get up out of here, I want to do my quick sports recap. Um, Timberwolves got knocked out the playoffs. You know. They did well, but they blew some games in that series. You know, if you look at it in totality, they should have won the series off of the games that they blew. Mm. You know, they were up double digits in three of the four losses that they had in the fourth quarter, and they found a way to lose. You know, but I think if you add a veteran point guard to this team that's been battle-tested, they'll be fine. And a big man that's going to keep Kyle Towns working hard. He doesn't have somebody on his ass on the team right now. That's the problem. Get a veteran big man that's going to be on his ass and make him, you know, get his potential out of him instead of just, okay, I'm going to shoot a three-pointer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And work on your post game. Your post game, you don't even have one. Hire Kevin Garnett on the personnel as a consultant, for God's sakes. Yes. Carl Towns, your post-up game is boo-boo. You have none. You just try to run niggas over you get the ball and you hold turbo like you're playing 2K and you think you're just going to get to the rim every time. It does not work that way. Get a motherfucking post game, nigga. This summer, get a post game. Talk you look like straight. For God's sake. You look like straight bum. You look like straight bum when you're in a post. Stop it. I know niggas at YMCA were better post game than you, nigga. And you're getting paid millions of dollars. Get your ass in that post, nigga. They was putting guards on you and you couldn't do nothing. That's bum mentality. So work on your post game. Damn, that shit pissed me off. You got this nigga, Anthony Edwards, in his second year playing with more heart than you. Nigga, you've been in the league like eight years. You ain't got no post game. What you been doing? Stay off them live streams, play a Call of Duty and whatever else you're doing, 2K and all that, and actually work ass. on your game, nigga. Your ass when it comes to posting up. <laughs> your ass. It's, it's, <laughs> it hurts to watch you in the post, nigga. Nice. Damn, work on your game. That shit is trash. But other than this that, post game is abysmal. I do agree. It, it's worse than abysmal. That shit like Pepto Bismol. My stomach hurt watching that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is disgusting. Like, if what is wrong? Wolves do need to fix, though. I would say Chris Finch needs to, you know, I don't know why he keeps doing this, but he doesn't want to call a timeout when the other team starts to go on a run. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't do that. All right. Okay. So I got my Wolves anger out the way. Vikings, y'all had a good draft. I like the defensive approach because we needed defense. We were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year against the pass and the rush, actually. You know what I mean? We had a good – we had a lot of sacks, though, but our back end of our defense was terrible. It was like watching Carl Anthony post up. That's how bad it was. Right. So um, we addressed our defense. I feel like we're going to be very well improved on defense next season. So, you know, I was happy with what I saw. This is how pitiful our pass D was. Patrick Peterson was the only guy in our secondary that had a pick six last year, and he's 31 years old. <laughs> yep. 30 so that wraps up. That's, that's, that's embarrassing. So, um, And we got a lot of young niggas on defense. So that wraps up my sports take. You know what I mean? Hey, um, I feel like either the Warriors or the Suns is going to win the championship, and that's where I stand. So I'm, I'm done. That's, that's my sports take. I feel like one of those teams might get it and then, like, out the East, you know, 
if the Bucks fall to the Boston Celtics, I'm riding with the Celtics, dude. <laughs> it's whoever can beat the defending champs at this point for the Eastern Conference's sake. All right, and, um, I'm gonna give you a quick minute to uh, let people know what you got going on before we get up out of here. All right, so for for uh, the lovely subscriber folk that have subscribed to my gentleman, he got soul and Mike Beasy. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for having me on the show. Uh, second of all, I too am a YouTuber, as you can see, and I also create merchandise. Uh, if you uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's in my uh, automatic description you, where you can get this T-shirt. This is an affirmation T-shirt. Uh, but more importantly, I am important. You can read that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can go to my Teespring and get this. Uh, since I'm not at 10K subs yet, it doesn't let me post it under the description, but the link is in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Trent Term underscore Maverick the Enigma. Um, I also got some big news to reveal to y'all. Uh, two big, two big things coming in the way. Um, I'm definitely in talks with getting me a studio so that way I can put out another project. It's been a while since I picked up the mic. I started writing again not too long ago since the second phase of the pandemic ended. And, you know, I'm just ready to just go in there and just bomb the studio. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also in talks with some people of, of starting my own future podcast. So you guys go ahead and be in the loop. In the meantime, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. I play old school fighting video games. Shit like Tekken, shit like Dev Jam Five from New York, all Damn. that good stuff. You can also follow me on Twitch. I I stream these games as well for my emulators. Same name, Maverick Enigma, but it's all bunched together. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Right, you can man. find everything when you come to my channel. All right, we appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, thank you, bro. Um, this is thank a good you episode, guys, man. This was a blast. I had fun. Y'all had fun. Yes, sir. For sure. This was a good episode, man. So we're gonna. Uh, uh, get this posted. Uh, y'all have a good week, and uh, Mike will be back at the same time next week, bro. All righty, peace out, Subscribe, peace. peace.